0: Welcome to the Every Nation Dorado Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message. This morning we're really just gonna continue with the kingdom culture that we've been speaking about. This is the last instalment or last message for this kingdom culture. And today we're gonna to look at the, the the culture of honor. And we're really going to look into this because honor is the atmosphere of God's kingdom as well. It is a very important aspect. I'm sure that with every message that we've been preaching, everything that we brought, we said it's very important. It's very important. Peace is very important. It's very important to understand your identity. It's very important. Yes, all of these things are very important because they really, really, really help us live the way we are created to live according to God's standard. Yeah. And now that we've come into his house, we're saying, God, I want to give my everything to you. And God is saying, honor is a very important part of my kingdom. Amen. So let's just pray. Father, we just want to thank you so much for your word this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you've called us to be men and women of honor. And as we go through this word today, I just thank you, Father, for that rich deposit in every single heart that is here this morning, O oh, Father God, that we will partake of this, O oh, Father God, and that we will live it out to bring glory and honor to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So when we speak about honor, that word honor, it's, it's something that we hear a lot of the times. We've even seen movies on honor. I know one of my favorite one was Man of Honor. There was a movie about a guy that was just being treated badly in the army. I think it was because of his, his, his skin color. But regardless of what he was faced with, he didn't let it waive who he is as a person. He respected every single person on that team. He continued to be the person that he needs to be, even though he was being treated badly. Yeah? So honor really means to highly esteem someone, to respect someone greatly. And when we speak about a king, we all respect kings, right? If you hear a king is coming into this into this room right now everybody's gonna stand up and check your clothes and you know stand in a certain way and when the king walks in you're probably gonna do something based on how how you honor uh, people in your culture some are gonna bow down some are gonna clap hands some are gonna just do this depending on, on on what it what it is and what honor looks like in your culture you're probably gonna do that yeah and that's why when we say we're in the kingdom of god we have jesus our king And we need to honor him. We need to honor our king. So even when we are singing that song saying, oh, hail King Jesus. We are saying, Lord, we lift you up. We glorify you. We say you're worthy of all praise. You're worthy of all honor. You alone are God. We're lifting you up. Over our nation, over our families, over our lives this morning, as we're gathered here to- together, we've got one thing in common, and that is to lift up the name of Jesus, the name that is worthy of all praise. Yeah? And please excuse my American um, spelling there. It's going to be on all the slides, so Shelter, bear with me. Yeah. Um, so there you can see in that picture, like honor, what is honor? It's somebody who has a reputation, somebody that's worthy, yeah? praiseworthy, exaltation, uh, supremacy, esteem. So we, we, we're really lifting up this person. And that is the attitude we are to have towards God. And in First Timothy 1 verse 17, it says, Now unto the King eternal, immortal. Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. The king eternal. This is a king that exists forever and ever and ever. Immortal. Nothing can destroy this king. Invisible, though we may not be able to see him with our eyes, Naked eye because he's so big. He's so big. But he exists. And he's the only wise God. No one can compare to the wisdom of God. No one can compare to this God that we've come to worship this morning. No one can compare to this God that you've accepted in your life and say, God, I want to serve you forever. He is the one and only true God and deserves the best. Amen. So when we honor someone, we give them our best. We give them our best. Yeah? So even when we talk about honoring God, I want us to understand that we, we honor God. We honor the things of God. We honor Jesus. We honor the Holy Spirit. We don't take the presence of God lightly. We don't, we don't play with the presence of God. We don't play with the name of Jesus. We honor, we highly esteem him in our hearts. Because he is worthy of that. So even, even when, we, when we're praising God, we're coming into his presence, we're saying, God, we, we, we're so aware that you are in this place with us. And we we honor you. You know. I I can't be in worship. And I'm here singing praises to the Lord of Lords, and my eyes are somewhere else. I'm texting, or I remember something that that is more important to me. In this moment, God is the most important person in our lives. And we don't honor and exalt anything else above Him. Amen. So we want to give Him our best. In Proverbs 3 verse 9, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your harvest. Then your barns will be filled with plenty, and your, and your vats will overflow with new wine. We honor God with our best. When you know the king is in the room, you give him your best. Nobody says, I'm going to visit the king, or I'm going to visit the chief of our tribe. Hmm? In my case, I'm going to visit the Nganjera chief now. Yeah, First of all, I can't go empty-handed. Right? And second of all, I need to present myself in a certain way. And even the gift that I'm taking with, yeah, it's a well-thought-through gift. It's not leftovers. It's not like I don't go into my room and and check, oh, what do I have here that that looks good, but last night's leftover meal or something, something that looks good. I just put together. No, I think it through. And it's the same with Jesus because, you know, sometimes we give God leftovers. Yeah. We calculate our expenses. We have that income expense sheet. And whatever is left, ah, now I can, I, I, God, I can't tithe, but I can, I can give you this offering. Yeah. But we have to honor him. You know, when, when he was teaching the Israelites, they came out of slavery. And he was saying, now you're coming into my kingdom. You're coming to live for me. I am going to be your king. I'm going to show you how to live life. And he said, whatever it is that you cultivate, yeah, the first fruit of that you bring to me. Your first male goat, sheep, son, whatever it is, first needed to go to God. Everything that is best to us, we give to God first. And sometimes we don't understand. We think, oh, but God, you I mean, you are God. Why do we need to give you the best, you know? If anything, I'm the one who needs stuff from you, Lord. Please help me in my situation. But God wants to know whether we honor him. Do, do we really value this God? Because if we value God, we will partake of him. We will partake of the things that we were speaking about, who this God is. He's excellent. He's, he's, he's crowned in splendor. He's amazing. We will partake of that. But first, we need to honor him. We need to value him. We need to highly esteem him. The reason why we are all here at church this morning is because we say we honor God. And I don't want to miss church. Because I, according to his word, it says we must not forsake the coming together of the brethren, right? Right? Amen. Or was anybody forced to come to church this morning? And you're just like, I'm just going to go to church. No. It's because you really want an encounter with God. You want to meet with God. And you want to meet with the people of God. And you want to hear what God has to speak this morning. So we gather here because we highly esteem God and the things of God. And And the good thing about this God and this king that we've come to honor is that He said that whoever honors him, I will honor. This is such a different kingdom, saints. Remember when Jesus was standing in front of Pilate, and Pilate was asking him all sorts of questions like, are you the king of the Jews? I mean, Jesus had some things in between, but after that he said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were my servants would come running and set me free. But my kingdom is from another place. So the kingdom of God does not operate like this world does. It's a different kingdom. The kingdom is within you, so it has to do with our heart attitude. Yeah. The kingdom that we carry is an invisible kingdom, but as we're living out the principles of God, it is expanding. Amen. So this honor is that if we honor God, He will honor us. Just think of the person that you know that loves God so much. They've always been serving God and always been giving Him the, his, their best. Do you think that person will be disgraced? Do you know such a, such a person that, that, that is always... Um, exalting the name of Jesus, going to church, um, giving God their best, and they're just living a life that is just mediocre. Yeah? If you do, then you will question whether that person really values God, right? Because we believe that if they value God, the things and the, the promises that God has spoken over their lives will come to being. There's no way we can honor God and God will not honor us. Whatever we value in our lives, we will partake of that. Yeah? So if somebody enjoys and values Tupac and they're always buying his CDs even though he's dead. They're buying the CDs, they're playing them. What, what happens to this person? They start walking like him. They start talking like him. They start doing the things that, like, that he does, right? Because they are partaking of that which they honor. But if we honor King Jesus, we will partake of him. The things of Jesus Christ. That life eternal that He has come to give us. The, the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that has been poured out on us. that is saying, I want my children to have this and I want them to live them out. The promises that He has made that, that He will never leave us nor forsake us. That we will be successful. That we will be, that we will be crowned with splendor here on earth. We will partake of those things. In 1 Samuel 2 verse 30, we read of a priest whose sons were taking the things of God lightly. Yeah? They were playing with the offerings of the Lord, disgracing the temple, taking the fattened portion of the meat which they're supposed to be offering to the Lord, they were taking for themselves. What was even worse is that they were sleeping with the women that were working in the temple, at the entrance of the temple. So they were disgracing God and the things of God in every sense of the word. And God had to say, this, these people, they don't honor me. He had to remove them. And this is where the scripture comes from. Therefore, the Lord, the God of Israel, declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me, For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Lightly, like a feather. Those who honor me, I will honor. It's an amazing thing to be honored by the Most High God, the God of the universe. Nothing can compare. Nothing can compare to getting honor from God. Nothing. And God wants every single person here to be honored. He really does. So if we honor him, he will honor us. So, yeah, we honor God to partake of the things of and we need to remember that that honor is not just outward things. You know? Because sometimes we can be caught up on, how much am I giving? Am I kneeling in his presence? Am I doing this? Like God doesn't want the honor just to be outward. He wants honor that comes from the heart. Yeah? Isaiah 29 verse 13 says, Therefore the Lord said, These people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips. But their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is but rules taught by men. We need to move away from a place of religion where we're doing things because we think it's what's expected of us in the black book. But our heart is far away from God. You know? God loves a cheerful giver. God loves when we honor him cheerfully. Not just, oh yeah, I guess I just have to honor God, so I will... Pay my tithe. I will go to church today. I will participate in worship. I will know. God wants it to come from our hearts. He wants it to be something that we're doing because, man, God, you're worthy of this honor. Have you seen people honoring kings, but their hearts are far from those kings? In fact, people that come to trick kings, yeah, to assassinate them, often come with that isn't it oh king i've come to honor you i brought you this nice gift and the king is like oh this person is honoring me and they're so excited and they're thinking this person is for me because they don't see what's in the heart of that person but that person may be sent to come and bring down his kingdom so he he does all the gestures that are needed to get into the heart of the king and while the king is sleeping takes out the dagger, and the rest is history. Okay? So it's easy to honor God with our lips, but not with our hearts, truly. Yeah. And God wants honor to come from the heart. We don't just want to honor God because I guess it's what I need to do. We yeah. want to honor God because we know That he is worthy and deserving of all this honor. That he is first and last. Even in our thoughts. The way we think towards God. And you'll see as we go, we're not just speaking about honoring God. But we're going to speak about honoring a whole lot of things according to God's word. But we need to understand these are the foundational things that when we honor, it has to come from the heart. It's not just lip service. It's not just things that we're doing on the outside, but it's not coming from the heart. Amen. So when we look in the Bible, the Word of God, there are certain things that God has called us to honor. So he's saying, if you're part of my kingdom, people will know you're part of my kingdom because you honor me and you honor these things that I've put, put, put down for you to honor. The first thing is honoring parents. Honoring our parents is a very, very important thing. We don't have a lot of youth here, but guess what? Honoring parents is not just for young people. You can be 30 years old, but you still need to honor your parents. 40 years old, if your parents are alive, you still need to honor them. In Deuteronomy 5, verse 16, it says, Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, so that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Honor, bring parents, is an important part of the kingdom. We're living in the world today, in in a world where people don't honor parents, where it's actually very comical. If you dishonor your parents, you see it in the movies, you see it in cartoons, even cartoons for kids, yeah, where they're teaching kids that it's fine to dishonor parents, yeah. So so we we have lost that respect, so much so that if you can disrespect your parents, some people even uh, repeat the stories. Yeah, no, my mom said this, and I just said, you lady, listen here, I'm not going to do what you say. You can just go, you know, repeating such things. And to God, it's not funny. There's nothing cool about that. There's nothing cool about dishonoring parents. Nothing. And, and and let me just say this when we honor parents, it doesn't mean that we're always agreeing with our parents. Because in Africa we have this exalted view of what it is to honor parents, that we honor parents above God. Amen. Yeah? No, my mom said, I mustn't go to church. I'm not going to go to church. I honor my parents. God, you know that I honor my parents, and therefore I cannot. And God is like, yes, I know that rule. I put it down. But I'm telling you, huh, this is what I've called you to do. Yeah? So honor is a hard attitude in that the way we speak to our parents is important. So I may disagree with my parents, okay? And I remember for me, <laughs> when I got saved, it was like something big in my family, <laughs> you know, because I came from a, from a family. I mean, my dad loves the Lord. He used to, one of those men that are known for going to church every Sunday. Even my mom, even though she, she's not really an outward going person, she, she fears the Lord. And my dad was, used to go to church every Sunday. Every single Sunday, he'll go to church. So much so that, just before he retired, they had actually asked him to be an elder in their church. And then he was like, no, but I'm actually going to the north. You know, for a lot of, of humble people, retirement means you're now going to stay in the north with your, with your house and your goats and your, you know. So he's like, no, guys, I can't do this. So when I got saved, it was a big thing for him. It was a thing of, but, but you, you are disgracing us. And starting this new path. yeah. And for him, it was really like, no, no, no. In my house, I don't want to see any of these things. So I, now I was caught. I'm praying and I'm sensing the Lord directing me to this church to go. And my dad is saying, you are not going to any other church. <laughs> and then I remember the one time I just snuck out. And by God's grace, I had an opportunity to speak to the pastor. And the pastor said, you have to honor your parents. You have to allow them to release you. And the first thing you need to do is start praying that God will touch them. Yeah? And when you speak to them, speak to them respectfully. Yeah? Tell the mom and dad, I understand where you guys are coming from. But I really don't agree with that. Because this is what I'm feeling. And this is what I would really love to do. Yeah? It's important. Nowadays, especially when we're saved, because we know we've got the truth. Now we're going to dishonor any person that's not saved. Even the way we speak to our parents. Like, uh, what do you know about the word of God? Hmm? The Lord has called me to these things. Yeah. I pray that you will open your eyes. So that those demons will be removed. Huh? I, I hope nobody is going to that extreme. But. There can be, what I'm trying to say is that there can be disagreement. Yeah? But the way we disagree with our parents is respectfully. It's, very, it's respectfully. And we have to understand that God is above our parents. The word says that God can turn the hearts of kings and rulers. So ultimately, God will turn the heart of your parents and you will be shocked that the very parents that were saying, I don't want you to do this thing, will be the very parents that are asking when you're not going to church. So why are you not going to church today? They switch just like this when you take them into prayer. Yeah? So we really need to honor our parents. And the good thing about this commandment is that it's a commandment with a blessing. If we honor our parents, it will go well with us. It will go well with us. In the land that God has given, it will go well. Yeah? There is destiny. Your destiny, your call will go well. The things that God has called us to will go well in our lives. But just look sometimes that sometimes people think they're just going around in a circle. And you're wondering why I'm praying, I'm all this. And then the Lord will remind them that thing that you did with your parents, that, that rebellion, just sort it out. So it's really important for us to to honor our parents. And there are a whole lot of other scriptures there that speak about the importance of honoring our parents and how we should do it. But I really, really want to encourage us. The world will know that we are of God because of the way we treat our parents. They will know we carry God because of the way we treat our parents. Awesome. And then the next one is that we have to honor state rulers. We honor the president of this nation. Not only when we're going to a function where the president is, but even when he's not here and he cannot see what we or hear what we're talking about him. Okay? And there's scriptural references here. In 1 Peter 2 verse 17 it says, Fear God, love the brotherhood, and honor the king. The king that they were speaking, there was the physical king. They were not talking about the king, Jesus Christ. They were talking about the king that was in power during that time. Saying, honor this king. Because nobody can have authority except that God allows them to have that authority. Even when Jesus was standing in front of Pilate, and Pilate was asking him a whole lot of questions. And at some point, he wasn't saying anything. And Pilate was saying, don't you know who I am? That you're talking to, or that's talking to you. I have the power to free you or to put you into prison. And what did Jesus say? He said, You will have no power over me except the power which is given you from above. Yeah. Even in government, God is in control. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean we don't pray. Yeah, we're listening. To hear what God is saying. And we're praying the will of the Father to come through. Not all authority is godly. Not all authority is godly. But all legitimate authority is from the Lord. <laughs> right? So we honor authority. So as kingdom people. The kingdom of heaven. We're not going to be going around sending um, all these memes and SMSs about uh, that are making fun of 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 our presidents and our ministers. We're not going to participate in that. Yeah, we're not going to sit with a group of people that are saying a whole lot of things about the boss of the company. No? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I know. I know it's not easy. Yeah. But this is kingdom culture. God is calling us to that, and He has given us the power to do so. So we are not going to sit with the people that have lunch together with coffee and saying, "Oh, you know, my boss is such a da 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 da." All sorts of words coming out, and you're like, "Oh yes, man, you know what they do?" Ah uh Yeah. When that happens, you you're just going to say, "You're going to be respectful towards that situation." You're going to say, "Guys, you know, I really don't enjoy." the way he does things at the moment. But I think, let's just pray for him. Let's pray for our boss. God can change his heart. Yeah. And if God cannot change his heart, God will remove him. Yeah. But let's pray. So God watches how we treat authority. He really does. Um, <laughs> there's, there's an example where, where Paul, <laughs> Paul himself, the apostle, was... was um, in front of um, one of the, where am I now? Sorry, spiritual leaders, yeah. Where Paul disrespected the high priest, but he didn't know it was the high priest, you know? So he was talking and somebody was, was saying something to him and then he said, you whitewashed wall, you stand there and judge me, God is going to judge me. And then everybody was like, oh, do you know that you're speaking to the high priest? And then he was like, oh, please forgive me. I did not know that he was the high priest. For the word of God says, do not speak evil against your ruler. Yeah. So even these disciples that were taking the gospel into nations, born under the, the law of the Pharisee, understanding that I need to respect this ruler. The way I speak, even in the letters when he's addressing the kings, the way he's speaking, he's still, he's still saying, your excellency and da-da-da-da-da-da. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Then it comes to the word of God. Yeah? So the way he brings it is in a respectful manner. Yeah? So what are we saying? Oh, these presidents of this nation, they must be very careful because they don't honor the Lord. The Lord is going to judge. them. No. That, that's not how we do it. And if you're guilty of that, it's okay. <laughs> We're going to have a time to repent. <laughs> ne? Amen. Amen. So it's, it's really important to, to honor state rulers. Um, I missed the one that says honor spiritual leaders. Yeah. We need to honor spiritual leaders as well. Spiritual leaders meaning your pastors and your elders. We have to honor them. In, in, in um, 1 Timothy 5 verse 17, it speaks about how those that, that do the work of ministry are worthy of a double honor. Especially... They're elders who give themselves to preaching and teaching. Yeah? So now when we read this, it's not a thing of so that the elder and the pastor can be like, Oh yes, I'm worthy of a double honor. Do you know who you are speaking to? I am the man of God. No, 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 no. It's not about that. yeah. It's about how we treat them. Because remember, when we honor something, we partake of it. We cannot partake from what we do not value. Yeah? So if I'm here preaching and you value me, you value what I'm bringing to you, the Lord, because you value that, you're going to partake of the gift that is inside of me. The same as Elder Godfrey, the same as Elder Richard here, the same as whoever it is that comes to preach here, if you honor that person, you will receive what they came to bring. That's why the Bible says, whoever receives a prophet in the name of the prophet will receive a prophet's reward. What is a prophet's reward? A prophetic word. <laughs> it's a prophetic word. So what you honor, you will receive from. If you want healing, no? and I say, Whoa, we've got a, a dynamic person in this church that can pray for you for healing. And I call Catherine or I call Johandra. And Johandra comes to you and she's this little girl. Yeah? Not a, she's not a little girl. She's a married woman, but she looks so little in your eyes. And you look at her and you think, ah, what can she really do? Guess what? You're not going to receive because you don't honor that God has placed something inside of her. And it was the same with Jesus. Do you know that when he went close to Galilee, when he, where, there, was a, there was a place close to his own hometown where people were taking him for granted. Yeah, You know, family members are the worst because they're like, they saw you growing up. Now you want to come to preach to us. You want to say you've got the power of God inside of you. You know, so this happened to Jesus too. People were saying, isn't this Jesus, the son of the carpenter? Now apparently he's the Messiah doing miracle signs and wonders. Yeah? At that place, the Bible says he could not perform many miracles there because of the people's disbelief. So because they didn't value Jesus, they had no faith in Jesus, and they did not receive from Jesus. So it's the same with us. If we do not value spiritual leaders, we're not going to be able to partake. If we don't honor them, we're not going to be able to partake of what they have. We're not. But if we value them and we say, God, this is the person that you've called in this season to speak, this is the person that you've entrusted your word with. What are you saying? Through this person. What do you want to do in my life through this person? What do you want to do in my life through my connect leader? Huh? You don't just come to connect and hijack the connect because you're looking at the leaders. They seem so timid. You, you've been watching um, a whole lot of preachings and you know better about the topic. No. We honor spiritual leaders. Amen. And then it says honor marriage Hebrews 13 verse 4, it says, Marriage should be honored by all. Everybody say "All." all. And the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Okay, Marriage should be honored by all. So those that are in the marriage, they should honor their marriage. And those that are not in the marriage should honor that those people are married. Yeah? It's not just the people that are in the marriage, they are honoring their marriage, but people outside are dishonoring the marriage. Yeah? So what the Bible is saying here is that there should be no third party. You don't allow a third party into your marriage, and you don't be a third party in somebody else's marriage. It doesn't matter if that person is saying, you know, I'm so miserable. I'm not happy in my marriage. I I just think maybe you and I, you say, my friend. I'm not interested. Yeah? So the way we treat married people in their marriage is like, no, no, no. I cannot flirt with a married man. I cannot flirt with a married woman. I cannot even think thoughts in that direction. So if you're talking with them, and they're starting to take things in a different direction. You, you bring them and you say, oh, my friend. Hmm? Let's just stay here. If they can't stay here, you delete the number. You say, oh, no, it's done. Okay? But we need to honor marriages. Yeah? The world that we're living in doesn't honor marriages anymore. Yeah? People get married. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And, 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 and a lot of women nowadays are excited excited when a married man is approaching them. There's nothing to be excited about. Yeah? It's like, yeah, I want to get married. I, I mean, I want, I want to be the side chick so that I don't have to do the laundry and I don't have to do the cooking as long as I'm getting the benefits of being taken out to beautiful places. No. No. That's not kingdom culture. We need to honor marriages. And the last thing is that we need to honor one another, according to Romans 12, verse 10. Now, we need to remember in Hebrews 2, verse 6 to 7, it says, What is mankind that you are mindful of them? A son of man that you care for him. You made them a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor. Yeah, Every single person sitting here is crowned with glory and honor. So how we treat each other, is important. So you don't just honor your pastor by the way you relate to your brother and sister here. You are just taking them lightly. Yeah? It's like if somebody's telling you at hospitality, please stand in a line, don't do that. And you're like, ooh, what are you to tell me, you know? And then the pastor come. Oh, there's a pastor. Let's, no. Yeah? We honor one another because we are all clothed with splendor. Every single person sitting here is worthy of honor. God wants the way we relate to each other. It's easy to want to honor that which is honorable. It's easy to want to honor the president, to honor the pastor, to honor all these people with great titles. But even the lowest of the lowest, we have to honor. That's why when Jesus came, he didn't say put the prostitutes to the side. Put the children away the drunkards out of my sight he said these people are so valuable in the sight of my father he honored them, he called them in he went to parties with them so that he can explain the kingdom is also just for them so while we are honoring all these things that are down there people that are worthy of honor and we have to esteem them highly, we do not forget to honor one another We do not forget to honor people, regardless of their backgrounds, because they have been created in the image and the likeness of God. Amen. I want us to stand, and I want to pray for us this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And so, Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you this morning that you are the greater I am. That indeed you are a God that is worthy of our honor. You're a God that is exalted above every other thing. Oh, Father God, besides you, there is no other God that we can even look to and say that this is the God that we can praise because no one compares to you. No one compares to you. No one compares to your mighty God. And I just pray this morning, Father God, as you've called us to be people that honor, that, that bring that atmosphere of honor, that honor will be felt in this place, that honor will be felt among your people, Father God, that wherever we go, Lord, we carry honor, and people will be, start to respect us because they can see that we respect them too, because they can see we carry a different spirit, Lord, we thank you this morning that you have called us to honor you so that you can honor us. And therefore, this morning, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that we display honor wherever we go. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that. I really just sense this morning that there are some people here, you're not in good standing with, with your parents. And it's not just to do with your relationship with Christ, but even just the way you see them, you're just like, I, 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 I can't honor these people because of maybe the way they live their lives. You don't find them respectable. Yeah? And you're looking and you're saying, God, how can I honor that? How can I honor a drunkard father? How can I honor my mom who is so sinful? how can i honor such a person and this morning the lord is just saying give it over to him if you're here and you're not in right standing with your parents god wants to mend that relationship and you're thinking it's so far gone i don't even think i ever want them in my life the lord is saying you need to make right for your life to move forward this morning so if that's you While every head is bowed, I just want you to lift your hand. Because I want to pray for us this morning. If that's you trusting for restoration with your parents. Trusting to make rights. Trusting to be restored to each other. Amen. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that you restore. The hearts of the fathers back to their children, O oh, Father God, and the hearts of the children back to their fathers. We thank you for restoration and relationship between mother and daughter, daughter and father, son and mother, mother, son and, and father in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you will do it. You will do it, O oh, Father God. Nothing is impossible with you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And I also want us to pray, if you're here and you know you've been making fun of your boss. Or you've been making fun of state rulers. And your heart attitude towards them has just been so negative. And just so, instead of turning to God and saying, God, I know you can turn around any situation. Because you're the, provi- you're the provider, you're the God in any situation. But you've looked at state rulers And even participated in the jokes that are going around. Participated, even with your own lips, in speaking evil about them. In mockery. Today is the last day. Moving out of here, you're not going to participate in that. And if that's you, I just want to give you time. I want to give us time in God's presence. Don't say, I'll deal with this later. Just come before the Lord and just say, God, I I just gave over this part. Please forgive me for being a dishonoring person. Please forgive me, Lord. Forgive us. Father, thank you that we will be different because you've called us to be different. We will speak life and not death. We will bring light where we go, Father God. Therefore, we just want to repent for speaking ill against state rulers. Thank you, Lord, that you want to change this nation through us, through our attitude, that as we honor those that you've placed in power, it will open a door for us to be able to stand in their presence and declare your word. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that this morning. We thank you that we will honor that which you honor. We honor our spiritual leaders. If it's spiritual leaders that you've dishonored, give it over to the Lord. Give it over to the Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're so grateful that you're so committed to changing our hearts. We know that we cannot do this without you, but we're so thankful that you gave us the Holy Spirit that works in us to work and to do according to your ways and your purposes. And we thank you for that this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit envintook.org.